T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From KMOX Sports. The young swings and that's a high fly ball. Billikens win! Billikens win! This is Sports Open Line. It's a grand slam! Touchdown! Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice. Yes! KMOX. We do welcome you in here on a Wednesday night. We've got a full two-hour program this evening. We don't have many of those this week, just uh, tonight and Friday night. Glad that uh, we will have it this evening. As always, if you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. You can also tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air. We'll talk some Cardinals baseball with uh, Brian Walton in about uh, 10 minutes. We'll get some uh, Blues audio this hour as well as they're back at it coming up tomorrow night looking to end that five-game losing streak. We'll uh, hit a lot more national stories coming up in the uh, 7 o'clock hour, some college basketball news. Kansas, they're in a little bit of trouble. They might be in more trouble. I know they may not be in the same league, but I know Missouri fans are always okay if Kansas gets into a little bit of trouble. Speaking of Missouri's former league, the Big 12, they might be adding a uh, basketball power. And we'll talk some NFL football in the 7 o'clock hour as well, including the drama, the saga that is going along with the uh, Washington Commanders. It was not a good day for them. Uh, investigations continue into some financial improprieties and uh, their ownership, uh, led by Dan Snyder, announcing that they have engaged a, a bank on a possible sale. Now, what's not being said is if they are looking for a new majority owner or if they're looking to infuse the organization with cash by bringing on minority ownership where Snyder would stay in his uh, current position as a majority owner. That is not clear uh, at the moment. But we do want to lead off with the World Series. It was quite the game yesterday as the Philadelphia Phillies hit five, count them five home runs, to tie a World Series record. Lance McCullers sets a World Series record as well, giving up all five of those home runs. And that was a really good effort last night from the Philadelphia Phillies. And going into this World Series, it really felt like it was the Astros' World Series to lose. I had a 
I had my guy, Patrick Creighton, on last week before uh, game number one, and he was telling you why the Phillies really had no chance in this series, and there was a possibility that it could end up being a four-game series sweep. Well, now if the Astros are going to win, it's going to take at least six games to do it. I don't know if tonight is a must-win game for the the Houston Astros, but the last thing they want is obviously to be down 3-1 and... This series right now certainly feels like there's a good chance it's going to go six or maybe even uh, seven games. I was thinking last night, so I want to connect this to the Cardinals. And I'm not trying to bring up bad memories here, but something happened in last night's game that uh, brought me back to something that happened in the first playoff game this year for the Cardinals. So last night for the Phillies, Ranger Suarez is on the mound. And they when the game uh, when game three got postponed from uh, Monday night to Tuesday night, they put Suarez into that spot. So they really they value him. Maybe we don't talk about him quite as much as we talk about Nola and Wheeler. Nola is going to be going tonight, but Suarez has done a nice job this year in the postseason. His line last night: five innings, three hits, four strikeouts, one walk, seventy six pitches, forty eight go for strikes. Most importantly, though, five shutout innings, giving up three hits, and the 76 pitches as well. Let's go back to the first playoff game for the Cardinals. Who was the starter in that game? Jose Quintana. What was Quintana's line? Five and a third, two hits, three strikeouts, one walk, 75 pitches, 47 strikes. The the lines are very similar. Quintana got one more out. Quintana threw one less pitch. Um, Suarez gave up one more hit. Quintana issued one more walk. Quintana had one less strikeout. So all the numbers basically were within one of each other. It's almost an identical start between Suarez and Quintana. And I bring it up for this reason. There was so much criticism, so much criticism of Oliver Marmel and his decision to pull Quintana from that game in that situation. And at the time, I was one of the people out there that completely understood why you don't want to go through the Phillies order for that third time, and especially if you remember, that game was scoreless uh, when that happened. So you're, you're one big swing of the bat away from the Phillies taking the lead. Now, obviously, they scored six runs in the ninth inning, and they ended up winning that game, but you didn't know that that was going to happen in the sixth inning. The point is... This is the way playoff baseball is played. This is the way that playoff games are managed. There are similarities between a Ranger Suarez and Jose Quintana and just the way they are used. And if if the Astros come back in yesterday's game, then you know what? The folks in uh the folks calling into Philadelphia Sports Radio today would probably have been just as upset as Cardinals fans were about Jose Quintana getting pulled in that game. Something I don't like doing is giving giving my thoughts on decisions knowing what was the result of the decision. I like looking at the decision as it happens and giving my and having an initial reaction to it. And that day when Quintana was pitching and he got pulled after 5 and a third, I liked the move. I thought it was a perfect move 
to just set things up the way you wanted them to be set up and make sure that you're going to have the best opportunity to have success as the Phillies lineup was coming through a third time. I promise you that was very much what was going through the head yesterday of the Philadelphia Phillies as Ranger Suarez gets through those five innings and was really, really good, and they make that same decision. Difference being the Phillies won, Cardinals lost. But it was basically the exact same decision. So now that we've stepped away from that Cardinals playoff run a little bit, I thought it was just interesting to note. Look what happened in the World Series last night. It was other than the score, it was a the, the situation was very similar and the Phillies made that move and you're going to see a lot of playoff teams make those kind of moves. You can like them or not like them. I'm not telling you to like it. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm trying to do is explain it to you, explain the reasoning behind it and Nobody's talking about it because yesterday it happened to work. Everybody was talking about it with Quintana because the Phillies happened to score, what was it, the uh, the six runs in the ninth inning there in game one of that wild card series. All right, if you want to join us, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also uh, tweet at me if you would like. Up next, we are going to be joined by uh, Brian Walton. He is uh, the owner, proprietor of uh, the CardinalNation.com, and he joins us coming up in just a moment. It's Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Open Line does it continue. 
World Series game number four will be getting underway later on this evening. We'll keep you updated on that as it goes along. Right now, we're very happy to uh, welcome on to uh, the program. He is uh, the owner-operator of thecardinalnation.com. You can follow him on Twitter at B underscore Walton. It is Brian Walton. Brian, I always appreciate your time. How are you? I'm doing great, man. It's great coming to you from the other Peoria, not Illinois, but uh, Peoria, Arizona, where the Salt River Raptors played today in Arizona Fall League action. Yeah, so it's it's been a pretty good run for a number of Cardinals prospects, and uh, it's one of those years where you look at what Jordan Walker has done. He's got the five home runs. He's got uh, uh, an OPS uh, approaching a, a thousand, and obviously he's somebody that a lot of Cardinals fans are pretty darn excited about. We've seen it where a guy has a really good fall league and then all of a sudden they're in contention for a major league job the next year. Where, where do you put the chances of Walker going to spring and maybe just pushing for a big league job? Well, you can't say zero, Matt. I mean, like you said, we've seen it happen before. On the other hand, if you look back as recently as Dylan Carlson, what the Cardinals did in his year when he was at A, Dylan Carlson was they moved him up to Memphis for the final few weeks about a month of the regular season before they brought him to the Arizona Fall League. And that gave him an opportunity to at least get his feet wet in AAA. That has not happened with Jordan Walker, and it certainly didn't have anything to do with performance because he was you know, tearing up the Texas League uh, all season long. So it looks like the Cardinals are going to go a little slower with Jordan Walker, but again, a lot can depend on what happens down in Jupiter in March. Injuries or uh, you know, players not producing as expected, and things could change. We spend so much time when talking about Cardinals prospects, about Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn, but there are a lot of Cardinals players who are taking part in the Arizona Fall League. Who maybe have you been impressed by? Who has taken a step forward uh, here in the league this year? Well, there's no doubt the guy that's uh, opened so many eyes is Connor Thomas. Uh, Left-handed pitcher, uh, really a ground ball guy, you know, over 50% ground ball rate. Uh, A year ago, we thought, I at least thought he was going to have a chance to make an impact with St. Louis uh, out of their bullpen probably in 2022. Instead, it was Zach Thompson that got that call. Connor Thomas struggled at Memphis this year, but he somehow, I think he's he's, uh, working with a cutter that goes with a slider and sinker that has enabled him to turn into a strikeout machine. Uh, He has like 31 strikeouts in 20-some innings down here in the Arizona Fall League, an ERA under two and you know looks like a completely different man and it is five starts so it's fairly significant and i think connor thomas is a guy that could uh very well be on the arizona fall league fall stars game roster their all-star game coming up this sunday and he might even be the starter all right, so let's get into him a little bit because the 31 strikeouts and 22 and two-thirds innings and you, uh, you mentioned him adding a pitch these these players in the Arizona Fall League are really high-level prospects, so we need to look at the numbers that are put up and, and say they're legitimate numbers. At the same time, they are also young players who maybe struggle uh, when they see breaking stuff. How much, do we, uh, how much credit do we give some of these non-fastball pitchers who have a lot of success and come up with strikeouts in the Arizona Fall League? Well, I don't think Connor Thomas is going to knock anybody out of St. Louis's rotation, but do I think a guy with three solid pitches that can get guys out and can induce ground balls would have a place potentially in the major leagues? Yeah, I do. So, but again, you know, I would have had this same conversation with a year ago about Connor Thomas and he, you know, he didn't deliver for Memphis this season. So, you know, I want to keep it in context, but he's a guy who's coming up that the Cardinals have a 40 man roster decision to make. And he might have, you know, moved himself from the, 
leave exposed to a, you know, let's protect him kind of position just based on what he's done in Arizona. And we all know, you know, once you get a spot on that 40-man roster, your opportunity to reach the big leagues is much, much easier than if you're fighting to, uh, you know, knock somebody else off the roster so you can get on. We've spent a lot of time recently, and it goes back to when John Mazalock had his end-of-season news conference and talked about increasing payroll, and obviously they need to find some bats. At the same time, there are some young guys, and we're going to go right back to, to Walker and Wynn. And while those guys may be a little ways away, especially Wynn, yeah, this year's a great shortstop market when it comes to free agency, but Mason Wynn is, is not too far away from getting to the big leagues, and we assume he's, he's going to get there as a shortstop. How much do you think that plays into uh, the decisions that are made this offseason when you've got a couple high-level prospects, even if they're probably neither of them are likely to be on the opening day roster. Yeah, I think uh, Mason Wynn is behind Jordan Walker in terms of his readiness for major leagues. He spent, you know, he split, started the season in um, high A and then finished in, in double A and certainly, you know, got up to the league in terms of performance. But uh, Mason Wynn you know, probably needs a little more time in the major leagues. He could be a second half guy next year, certainly a 2024 guy. But the, listen, the Cardinals want to win in 2023 they want to win now and if you know the right shortstop becomes available via trade or you know maybe a big free agent contract as much as that would be out of out of uh character for them you know i don't think the cardinals would hesitate to do that and then they figure out you know what to what to do with with mason win or what to do with the shortstop that they sign and you know when you're talking about shortstop you're talking about one of the best athletes on the field and the Cardinals haven't needed another position, potentially long haul, in center field. And I'm, I'm not saying that Mason Wynn would get moved to center field, but certainly if you could, you know, have the luxury of moving Dylan Carlson back to a corner if you had a gold glove uh, caliber center fielder, that might be something to think about. Yeah, it, it certainly is. And it's good to have, I guess, options. And that's what they that's what they do have. You, you, you mentioned just the, the fact that big free agent signings are not part of what this organization does a lot of. Uh, they, they do go out and, and work the trade market. What are your like, general expectations of this offseason where obviously they've got a number of uh, roles that they need to fill? I think they will not go into camp exposed in the outfield as much as they are now. And that probably means a short-term contract, but hopefully they'll aim a little higher than Corey Dickerson. No offense to him, but he's a major league average guy. You know, you think back to the days when they went back and, and got a, a Carlos Beltran or a Lance Berkman, you know, proven major league hitters who are going to fill in for a while and won't, ju- you know, won't block Jordan Walker over the long haul. But even if they do block Jordan Walker, maybe Ty- Tyler O'Neill, you know, has another injury filled year and doesn't come around. So I think they'll, they'll definitely figure out some way to, to get some more depth, good quality depth in the outfield. And then, of course, the catching position. And if they can make a deal somehow for an offensive-minded uh, catcher who also is good behind the plate, you know, that is another area that they could easily improve. You know, you'd like to see him maybe go after, a, you know, a big hitting shortstop like we talked about. But, you know, putting Mason Wynn aside, uh, with the emergence of Brendan Donovan and, and certainly, you know, Tommy Edmond has proven his mettle, uh, and Nolan Gorman is still, you know, trying to find his way as well. You know, bringing in another middle infielder would be something that would cause some problems for the Cardinals to find enough playing time for all these guys. Yeah, yeah. From a Nolan Gorman standpoint, like you know, development doesn't stop because you get to the big leagues, and we see it all the time where your prospects get up there and they have a little bit of success, and then they hit adversity, and it takes them a little while to get going. What do we need to temper expectations on Gorman, or do you go into next season kind of almost viewing him the same way that he was viewed going into this past season? 
Yeah, I think I don't know that you know he's necessarily going to you know set the world on fire. I mean, folks, you know, go back to the beginning of this season in April and May, and he was hitting home runs at a at a almost a record pace. And you know, it looked like he could he could come up and you know become that star we wanted him to be. And I think he still can. We're talking about a guy who's what twenty two years old, um, but you know, he's got some more learning to do. And whether second base will be his long term home is another question that remains to be seen. Brian Walton is continuing to uh, join us. Uh, you can uh, read everything that uh, he and his team put together at uh, thecardinalnation.com. Back to the catcher position. A lot of fans want Wilson Contreras, but at the same time, it it feels like if, if this offseason goes anything like previous offseasons, it's going to take some time for some of these top-tier free agents to go out and get deals. And the fact that the qualifying offers out there maybe adds just a another layer, I, I don't really know. But do you expect uh, the Cardinals to maybe make that decision and acquire a catcher in a quicker amount of time than it would take for them to go acquire a Contreras? Yeah, I don't think it's the time for Contreras as much as I don't think he's an excellent fit for the Cardinals, I'll tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. he's got the bat. I don't think he necessarily has the defensive chops. And whoever it is, you know, they're following a Hall of Famer in Yadier Molina. You've got to have a guy that can handle this staff. And I'm just not sure that Contreras is that guy. And, you know, nothing against him. He's obviously proven himself as a long-term major leaguer. But I think the Cardinals may go the trade route. And, uh, you know, a lot of talk about guys like Murphy and Oakland and, and some others. I think that could be or one of the guys in Toronto. That may be the, the prefer, preferred route rather than pay the big money to get Contreras. Feels like that's a decision that probably should be made sooner than later. Would you agree with that? Oh, I bet the Cardinals have already decided what their strategy is going to be. Yeah. Now, you know, will they have to zig or zag later? Sure. And, you know, nobody's going to, you know, jump the first, uh, you know, few weeks after the World Series and start making trades. But, you know, the, the big meetings are coming up, general managers meetings, the owners meetings. That, and so that'll give uh, the winter meetings, I mean, and that'll give, you know, them time to talk with these other organizations and see if they can, can find a fit. Brian, you're down in uh, Arizona right now. Just give a plug for uh, the CardinalNation.com and uh, what folks can get when, uh, when they subscribe and uh, all the content that you guys are pushing out here during the offseason. Well, thank you. We, uh, we just finished uh, this morning, actually, our recap series of the 2022 minor league uh, season across the system. Uh, we started by recapping every single team in the system, and those articles are free for everyone to read so you can read about you know, what the season was like in Peoria or Palm Beach or wherever. And then uh, we have a series of award winners, the best pitchers, hitters, relievers at different levels, uh, the rookies of the year. Then we went through a detailed uh, analysis of all the stats and who are the leader, stats leaders in home runs or RBIs or walks per nine innings or whatever it may be. And uh, now we're starting to uh, uh, ramp up our prospect rankings for next year, and uh, those will start in, in a couple weeks after the Arizona Fall League completes. And we have daily recaps of all those games free for everybody. Awesome. Great stuff. Brian Walton at B underscore Walton, thecardinalnation.com. Brian, thank you so much for your time. We'll talk again very soon. Thanks, Matt. All right, there's Brian Walton joining us here on Sports Open Line. We're going to switch gears, talk some St. Louis Blues hockey. Uh, The team was back on the ice earlier today. They're still trying to get things going, trying to end that losing streak. What was the message coming out of uh, Blues folks today? We'll hear from Coach uh, Craig Berube, a couple players as well. That comes up next as we continue on with Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam. This is Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice. Kansas City, KMOX. Continuing on here on a Wednesday evening, the World Series is going to uh, Game 4 of the World Series would be the better way to say that. It's going to be uh, getting underway coming up uh, later on. We had a caller, by the way. So early on in uh, the, the program, I compared what Ranger Suarez did last night in getting pulled out after five innings and comparing that to Jose Quintana getting pulled out after the five and a third. And their lines were very, very similar. And obviously a lot of Cardinals fans were very upset about Quintana. And we had a caller who called before uh, Brian Walton segment who mentioned the fact that, well, Jose Quintana was your, your number one starter. So it's, he needs to basically be held to a a different standard. That's the difference. This is not, I, I like Jose Quintana a lot. Like, this is not meant to be Jose Quintana slander here. Uh, that, I, I completely disagree with that caller because what if the Cardinals didn't have, like, where you're at in terms of where you're pitching doesn't determine, like, how good of a pitcher you are. Like, if if the Phillies didn't have Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler, then Ranger Suarez would have been their number one pitcher. But that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. Like if if the Cardinals would have gone out and made some other trades and acquired some other players, Jose Quintana might not have been your number one guy. If Adam Wainwright wouldn't have got hit in the knee uh, in that one game and his stride link goes down and all of a sudden he loses effectiveness, then Quintana might not be pitching in that first game. If Oliver Marmel says, you know what? I like what Miles Michaelis has done a little bit more than what Jose Quintana has done because it was very, very close between those two guys. Then all of a sudden Quintana is not your number like. The whole number one thing, uh, it's it's a very comparative thing. Like I understand where the caller was coming from, but it wasn't like Jose Quintana was your knockdown, stopper, ace kind of guy. Really good pitcher, did a really nice job. I'm doubtful that he'll be back with the Cardinals, but I'd love to see him back in St. Louis. He's a guy that I think fits really, really well into a rotation, but... You look at these other teams in the playoffs. Like if if he's pitching for the Phillies, he's not he's not their number one. He's behind Nola and Wheeler. If he's pitching for the Padres, he's not their number one. He's behind Musgrove. He's behind Darvish. Like that's that's the point here. Like say, well, he's the number one, so you got to treat him differently. No, you you treat him based off the overall talent level, overall skill level. So the whole, ah, well, he's the number one, so that's where your analogy doesn't work or your comparison doesn't work. I would I would push back on that a little bit. All right, let's talk uh, St. Louis Blues hockey. They are trying. They are trying to get things going. It has been obviously a struggle for them as they have lost five straight games. It's the first time under Craig Berube that the team has even gone four games without picking up a point. And now it's at five, and they're going to wrap up this homestand coming up tomorrow night when they take on the Islanders. Yesterday, uh, we played it during this program. We played the comments from uh, Doug Armstrong, and you can just tell, like, there's, it's, it's at a point now with this losing streak where it feels like some things absolutely uh, do need to uh, change. and uh, You can work on some things and practice. In fact, that was something that Coach uh, Craig Berube talked about earlier today, just exactly what they did work on during practice today. Yeah, we worked on a lot of stuff. I thought uh, guys competed and worked. You know, Yesterday was a different practice than today, but uh, I think 
kind of covered a lot of areas that we need to and um, you know, ready to go tomorrow. Cool being more direct, direct, direct. Is that the? Well, for sure. Um, the, you know, the compete level's got to get up and we've got to be more aggressive than we played L.A. Um, you know, we went out passively at times and um, just let them kind of skate through us and score goals. So we've got to be a lot harder than that. So how do the team, how does the team, what what do they need to do to uh, get out of this rut that they're in right now? Ruby was asked about that. We know we have a good hockey team in there. Uh, they just have to go on, on the ice and perform like a good hockey team. And, you know, if you, you got to, you know, sometimes to get out of ruts and adversity and things like that, it's not just going to happen. You got to go and push the envelope. You got to make it happen. You got to work your way out of it and compete your way out of it. Um, I didn't feel that we did that the last two games, you know. Um, you know, we're too safe almost. We've got to get on our toes and play hard. So we talked yesterday about the message that Doug Armstrong gave uh, to the team. He met with the team yesterday, and then he talked about uh, later on just exactly what he said to the team. Uh, we didn't hear from Barubi yesterday, but as he speaks today, he made it very clear that he liked what Armstrong had to say. Um, you know, I've seen it before, and uh, it's not unusual. Like, you know, it's just, uh, I just think it's good for the team to hear the, the boss and what he has to say. It's a good message. Nothing wrong with it. It's direct. It's the truth. And uh, I thought it was a great message. Now, we are going to potentially see some different lines coming up tomorrow, and that's always something that you do uh, when you're struggling. You try to you know, flip things up a little bit, and one of the big changes is uh, Noel Chari. He's been uh, moved up, uh, and uh, Ruby talked about that and just talked about overall uh, the different line combinations and what that might look like and why these decisions are being made. Just trying to find some line combinations. I think that he's a heavy player down in the offensive zone um, and could be a good complement to O'Reilly. I think the fourth line's been the one really effective line, and hate to hate to break it up. Yeah, you know, but it is what it is, and we're trying to find some combinations, get some chemistry going here. Say so the other lines, you put you put neighbors there with Thomas and Cairo. Just you know, kid line. You know, they got they're all young guys that um, you know. Uh, Thomas and Cairo have played well uh, in the past together. So, and Jake Neighbors is a he's a good complimentary player in my opinion. Uh, does a lot of little things on the walls, going to the net, being around the net, heavy on pucks. So, um, you know, and I've I've had the Russian line play together before and perform pretty well. Yeah. So obviously. You don't want to be making this kind of line changes. You don't want to be separating out some of these players who are, but you also don't want it to be a thing uh, where your your fourth line is the best performing line. And if that's happening, then there's guys from that line who should probably get uh, moved around. Ryan O'Reilly was asked about uh, Achari going up to that top top line. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's you know I think it's going to be a good fit for us. Um, you know he always, he's obviously been playing great. I think his energy, his physicality, you know. You know, he's making something happen every shift. So I think it's, you know, something hopefully we can generate. And um, it's, you know, going to be a hard working line. Hopefully uh, be hard to play against. And like I said, yeah, generate some, some offense from that. O'Reilly had a lot to say as this team is in this uh, slump right now. And obviously you look to leadership and, and you want to hear what the message is coming from the players. Uh, one of the first things he did say is uh, as they try to get back on track, the team has to stick together. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be be easy, but um, you know, we have to lean on each other. It's something we have to kind of use each other to get out of this and, and stick together. And, you know, I think we'll be fine. It's just, um, yeah, you know, it's 
not much you could talk about. It's just physically doing it, sticking in there for each other, having each other's backs and, and such. And if we do that, uh, now we'll find our way out of this. The other thing good leaders do is they remain very accountable. And as you'll hear from this, O'Reilly absolutely is doing that. Um, it's pretty much uh, it's time to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, again, I don't want to say too much about it. But, um, yeah, even though I just look at just at myself, though, I've just been absolutely horrible right now. I'm kind of, you know, I'm not really doing anything. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm going to fight for my life right now. I'm going to fight to stay in this league, I guess. But, um, yeah, I got to, um, yeah, I got to do a lot more leadership-wise, um, my own play. You know, if I could do that, um, just that small thing, I think would make a big difference. So, um, you know, I think Doug's message was clear. It's time to, you know, this is unacceptable, what, what's going on. And and he's absolutely right. And it's, um, yeah, I've got, uh, you know, we all have to obviously look at look inside and, um, you know, find our own way out of what's going on. But, um, yeah, for myself especially, it's, uh, yeah, pretty pathetic. He, he did not mince words on how he feels like he is playing. Blues and Islanders tomorrow night. The Blues 3-5-0. and oh. The Islanders, uh, they come into the game with a record of 6-4-0. Uh, and oh. and uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll see what it looks like as they, they just need a win. Like all this other stuff that we're talking about, uh, the the production from some of the top guys, the toughness, like the, you want that to be part of the DNA of the team, absolutely. But at this point, you just got to find a win. You just got to find those two points and hope that stuff starts to kind of come together. Because the more that losses pile up, uh, the more it becomes kind of like quicksand and becomes that much tougher to get out of it. So. Getting a win, however they get the win, go get that win in the losing streak and then really start looking at things and uh, figure out what they've got to do to be their best self because it's a good team. This is a good team. This is a good goal-scoring team. This is a good goal-tending team. I still have questions about the team from a defensive standpoint. That has not changed, uh, but they are a good team, and they have not been showing it here recently. 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. If you want to join the program, you can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Continuing to uh, get set, uh, the World Series, it is continuing on tonight. Phillies have a 2-1 series lead. We'll keep you updated on uh, the game as it goes tonight. It is scheduled, by the way, for a 7-0-3 first pitch. Phillies have Aaron Nola on the mound. Well, Christian Javier is going to make the start for Houston. And throughout the course of the evening, again, we will keep you updated on how things are going. For now, we'll take a break, and uh, we've got more coming up in just a moment. It's Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. Thursday night football as the Eagles take on the Texans. Kick off at 7. Hear the game on 98.7 FM, 1120 AM and streaming on KMOX.com. The Eagles, the Texans on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. So I'm thinking about starting a new segment here on Sports Open Line. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it or not, but I, I got to tell you. So I, I walk into the studio, DGS, Dave Glover show on uh, before us. And I listen to a lot of that show while I'm sitting in the office doing things. But I can't tell you that I listen to everything. I listen if, I, if, there are, uh, if I'm getting here late enough that I can listen while I drive in. I do that and then have the show on in my office uh, while, we're, uh, while we're sitting there. But not all the time. So then I, I get in here. And I look at our text line, and there's always weird, obscure text messages 
that were sent to that show. And I just go, what were they talking about? What in the world were they talking about today that got somebody to text this? So I feel like, sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski, I feel like we could start doing a daily segment of obscure text messages to Dave Glover. Yeah. I think what you could also do is you could just make up your own sentence and say, was this a real text message? Oh, that's good. Or did I make this up? So we'll try. Here is, here's the one that made me uh, start thinking about that. Uh, a couple hours ago, somebody texted in. Out in a West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. I have no idea the name of it. It? It. So I guess the name of the town, not the name oh, of the girl. Okay. <laughs> well, the name of the town is El Paso. I mean, that sounds almost like poetry or the start of a, of a chapter of a book, like a, a, a romance novel. Out in a West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. I have no idea the name of it. Sounds like a John Denver song. <laughs> so there it is. There's your Dave Glover show random tweet or text, excuse me, random text of the day. World Series is going to be getting underway in uh, just a few moments. I, I love stories like these. I'm not a big like sports gambling guy. I've talked about this. I'm not a sports gambler per se. Uh, I think the I think the business of sports gambling is really interesting, and I think the stories that we are told from the analytics and the numbers that are out there from sports gambling are really interesting as well. I'm just. I'm just self-aware enough to know that if I get into sports gambling, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. Maybe not lose big, but I'm going to lose. So I stay away from it. But I always enjoy the stories of people who uh, come up with just these crazy bets, and they come away in a really, really big way. So yesterday, the five home runs hit by the Phillies, uh, it, uh, it paid off for at least one individual. There was somebody out there, somebody out there put down a $100 bet that Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins, Reese Hoskins, and Brandon Marsh would all hit home runs. Matt Pajeski, that happens. He bet 100000 This individual bet, no, excuse me, this individual bet $100 that all four of those players would hit a home run in a game. He wins the bet. How much do you think he won? Uh, $100,000. Yes. Yes, because I said it. Yeah. $100,100. $100,100 on uh, that parlay bet. And then, uh, so let's see, where was that? That bet was, uh, I don't know where it was. Uh, then in New Jersey, another better put down $1,000 on Marsh and Schwarber each to hit home runs. That paid out at $65,812. A $1,000 bet paying out at $65,000. Now, if so, somebody like that, if you're betting $1,000 on something weird like that, you probably bet a lot of money on a lot of different things. So the $65,000, it's like, uh, I don't know if he still does it. I don't follow him on uh, on Twitter. But uh, Floyd uh, Floyd Mayweather, when he bet a lot living in Vegas. And whenever he would come up with big wins, he would always like take a picture of his winning ticket and show all the money. And it's like, okay, but how many bets are you losing? If you're betting $1,000 on Brandon Marsh and Kyle Schwarber to hit a home run, in all likelihood, you're putting a lot of bets down and you're not winning all of them. 
So the other sports gambling story coming out of this is Mattress Mac. Have you heard of this guy, Jim Mattress Mac? He is a Houston legend, and he sells mattresses. And uh, he is somebody, he always puts down big money in bets. He's in bed with one of the uh, sports books. I think it's Betfred that he's uh, in bed with now. Uh, He has put down uh, about $10 million dollars of his own money now uh, because of some mattress promotions that are going on to cover the expense. uh, He is not going to uh, be out all of that money, but if the Astros do win the world series, he'll make about $75 million. And um, yeah, so that's, that's that. That's and $75 million. Now, they showed him on the screen on TV uh, multiple times last night. He was obviously not the happiest person in the world watching the Phillies. Um, I have no problem be, uh, taking care of the Houston Astros. Want to rewind to something that we were talking about. The, the texters have come through. The texters have come through. Uh, there was a song in 1974. That random text that came in was a song lyric, Matt Pajeski. I did not know that. A song, it was called I Fell in Love with a Mexican Girl. The song is from 1974. You like old music. Why, do, why didn't you know this? Is it a country song? Uh, Marty Robbins, evidently, That's, was the old country artist, was the, uh, artist yeah. on that. Yeah. And according to our texters, it was number one for a long time. So this is where I show my age. I was born in 1982. I'm 40 years old. I am not familiar with the catalog of uh, Marty Robbins from 1974. He's so, got, I, I do know the name. He's got some old gunslinger ballads. Okay. The name sounds familiar. Appreciate the person texting in on this. I had no clue, but that's there it is. That That's the... Well, and so that that doesn't really answer the question why of texting? why was that being... What were they talking about where somebody decided to just text in a random lyric from a 1974 Marty Robbins song? I don't know the answer to that. So we are going to continue on with this, uh, maybe not on an everyday basis, but we will share our random text to the Dave Glover show that I have no clue why. And there's every day, that's why I'm doing this. It seems like every day I walk in here and I look at the text line and I go, what were they doing? And sometimes I sit in with Dave and it's like, what are we doing? Oh, is this it? Oh, wow. Look at Matt Pajeski working hard. Working really, really hard. All right, let's listen to this as we uh, go to break. The news coming up in uh, just a few moments. It's Sports Open Line on KMOX. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina. Music would play. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.